Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome, Leafs fans. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Game Over Toronto, where uh, the Leafs lay another massive dump on uh, <laughs> on the ice. I-, I don't know what else to say, man. Like uh, we okay, we lost four to three in overtime against the Sharks. And uh, honestly, we shouldn't have even gotten into overtime. We played disgusting out there. It was absolutely a shit show. And um, they should really be disappointed in themselves. That that was just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Sharks are two and seven. You know, we just came off of a disappointing loss in Vegas and they had three nights to work through it, you know. Uh, this is, yeah. this should have been a statement win. This should have been a comeback win. This should have been something that they worked hard at. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll I just sh- read a tweet from Dom Lucius and the least record as a heavy favorite is, uh, one, two, and one as a negative 200 favorite or higher, which is <laughs> sad. Like, <laughs> what do you even say to that? It's ridiculous, man. At least we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we got to talk about those those damn <laughs> those damn penalties. We got to talk about Hall. God damn Hall, what are you doing? And uh, we'll talk about the lineup changes. But um, yeah, first before we even begin, we got to give a shout out to Sports uh, Interaction for their continued support of Game Over. Um, Want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football continues, the World Series is around the corner, and they have dropped the puck on the hockey season. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians, by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Ontario only, 19 and older, and please play responsibly. So, Armand, um, they had they had how many days again? Three days uh, since their last uh, their last game, the absolute shit show that was that Vegas game. And uh, it took us 30 seconds to remind for them to remind us that they're completely asleep when they when they jump on the ice. Eh? Um, yeah, that Just another first goal egregious egregious yeah. and that, that was oh uh, they were just sloppy they they looked like they they didn't know what was going on out there and they were just not skating i don't know what it was, was lazy on. it was lazy to start that goal 30 seconds in the only thing you can describe it as as lazy and, but it, it's it's every game at this point yeah we've been talking about this since the first game of the season and we shot it up to just nerves and just them building their ba- their way back up into the season and we're looking at like the end of october now and there, it's it's the same sentiment game in and game out um and a lot of the times it's spearheaded with hull hull <laughs> looked insane out there i mean that whole play where he completely lost his man he he just couldn't keep up skating wise right he lost yeah. him and it turned out it turned over and uh led to the first goal of the game and it was the first yeah. goal that Shulgren had to face as uh, uh, the third stringer who had to be who, who was playing uh, a game today because of a uh, uh, an illness uh, to Samsonov so thank god Samsonov isn't injured or anything it's just load management but imagine giving up a, a shot like that as the first uh, yeah. the first shot to Shulgren it's setting him up to fail you know you don't <laughs> like when you have a backup in and he's a young guy and he's your third stringer like help him out a bit i mean come on 
Hall needs to learn how to skate. He fell down in the Vegas game, too. It's ridiculous. This can't be happening, man. It's just, I don't get what's going on with him, you know. But, like, not even just Hall. Like, Matthews also really disappointed me on that play. Uh, he had the lead on the trailing skater, uh, Logan Couture, you know, up until the Leafs blue line where Matthews just started gliding. And by the time Couture got to the net, Matthews was like, you know, way too far back to defend that shot. And, you know, for a guy, uh, you know, who's been struggling to find his offensive game, at least, uh, up until, you know, the third period, but, uh, has been struggling to find his offensive game has been playing on a team where he's a leader, where we have, or the Leafs have constantly, you know, started late. Uh, you know, it's just he cannot glide like that. That was 20 seconds into a shift. You cannot make an excuse for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't tired. He he just glided on a defensive back check. And I know that Matthews is um, committed to defense. We've seen it for years. You know, he has really good defensive numbers, and we've seen him work his ass off on the defensive end of the, of the game. And so it's just disappointing to see that, you know, that effort to start the game again, right after a very disappointing loss again, again, against a team that's probably not playoff bound. It would be a miracle if the Sharks made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, this is the like, first win of, at home, right? Yeah. There are two, there were two and seven going into it. It's, exactly. <laughs> like, what do you, and I, this is no disre- disrespect to the Sharks. They obviously have some talented guys on there. And I'm not trying to say, like, they're, the Sharks are bad. But it's just, like, the Leafs are better. And they should be playing at, as the better team. Like they, You can't be giving up that chance that early. You know, it's just, it's not acceptable at all. And just the first two periods in general... Uh, at least the second period. The, the rest oh, of that yeah. first period was okay, but the second period is just. What and are you doing? We gotta talk about about those those power plays, man. I mean those uh, those penalties that were given yeah. up. They are they're it's getting kind of crazy at this point. Like it it's it seems like a lot of those penalties are a result of the Leafs just not skating fast enough to get to their man, so they're making desperation plays, right? Like that tripping um that the the whole uh the second period where we had uh or the Sharks went on a two-man advantage, right? After we took two penalties in a row. Um that hooking that that Engvall had and the tripping with uh with Brody those are egregious plays, and they definitely should have been called out. Like especially that that uh, that that tripping play, that was I, I don't know what Brody was doing in that situation, but he clearly had a stick out there, and his man uh, Hurdle had had the puck. So it's it's crazy to me that they're taking they're constantly go, going on these uh, uh, on these PKs because of stupid situations, and it just seems like it's a lack of effort on their part. Yeah, I think both of those those uh those penalties that we took in the second period uh were a result of not not skating hard enough and you get kind of flat footed and you have to you know use your stick to impede the motion of the other player um it's tough because you know in in my eyes like they they are penalties i'm not going to say they aren't penalties but it's tough for me to like look at that and then take a look at how the refs usually call games and think they're going to be consistent with doing that like i don't think that gets called most Mm -hmm. of the time you know two penalties of those caliber at the same time usually when a a delayed penalty happens they're usually put away the whistles unless something egregious really occurs but i think it's the the issue of like you know with the engval hook 
he took a chance away and so they have to call it right Mm -hmm. and that's what it is and now you're five on three and you give up a power play goal which is expected you know in a five on three but then you give up another one yeah and now you're down three one and it's just bad bad penalties and then (laughs) we're talking about hall his penalty was the worst like we didn't get scored against on that Uh but if we did I'd certainly be bringing that up more than the other two penalties. That was awful. There was no pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And he makes another mental mistake and just fires it over the, the over the glass. And it's just like, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, What are we going to do? Like, what options do we have right now? Exactly. And it's it's hard to even um, to even think about uh, like our, our, our special teams have been pretty good for us this season. Right. Thus far. Yeah. But it's difficult when you're constantly going on the the having to defend a penalty, right? A, a power play. They're constantly defending one, and and you you can't really you can't really blame them for for giving up these goals because obviously you, you are down a man, right? Um, as as great as they've been, um, it is a disadvantage at the end of the day, and they it, it it resulted in goals this uh, this time for the Sharks, but. Um, even our five on five looked a little bit shaky and it, it just seems like they, they were just lacking the effort out there today. Yeah, for sure. And like also to, to speak to the penalty kill, like Brody Engvall and Hall all took penalties. They all play on the PK, you know? So if you're, if your penalty killers are taking penalties, you, you know, that your penalty kill is going to be a bit worse, right? You have the guy in the box that should be out on the ice, but um, you know, I do expect a little more from our penalty kill to to give up two power play goals, you know, back to back within like two minutes. I understand it was a five on three, but uh, it really puts you in a hole. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, our five five on five play was absolute, like we absolutely horrible for mm-hmm. most of the game. You know, there were a lot of good points to it, and I think you know after the goal in the in the first period we were pretty solid. The entirety of the second period we were shit, and then for a good chunk of the third period i thought we we played pretty well Mm -hmm. um but at the same time it's just like that's not good enough you know that's like less than 50 percent of a game against a team that you should have that you do have like a a major skill advantage exactly you know Mm -hmm. this should have been a gimme game where they get their confidence back right and uh especially for shulgren being slotted in right you want to give him some confidence out there but they kind of left him out he hasn't won a game this season he yeah. hasn't won a game this season. Samsonov's had all her wins. And I don't blame Shalgren. Like, his first shot was ridiculously hard to stop. It wasn't his fault. Like, it's it's difficult for to mentally come back from that when that's your first goddamn shot in the game. Exactly. And it, it's on the team. Like, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. And it's looking like he's going to be playing again on Saturday or Sunday when uh, on the second half of the back-to-back, right? So... How is he going to play once he gets that? Uh, once he comes back on Sunday, right? You you don't know, but uh, given they got to give him some more help back there. He's he's just being left out to the wolves, just getting eaten alive out there. Um, and yeah. I I think I I think he played all right today. Uh, he made some great saves, but um, it's hard when you're down three, <laughs> you're down two goals. Sorry, after the second yeah. period, right? And just demoralizing. Were, none of the goals were his fault, in my opinion. Exactly. Like, I thought he had solid rebound control, but, like, the first goal wasn't his fault. The second goal wasn't his fault. The third goal was a tip right in front, not his fault. And the fourth goal was a breakaway. Yeah. What do you What do you expect your third stringer to do? Like, what do you, like, 
do you think you have like Dominic Hasek in that right now? Like, seriously, <laughs> what do you expect your third stringer to do? Like, you're not helping him. Yeah. And yeah. it's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This should have been a statement game from the Leafs to put doubters to shame. And instead, it's just made everyone else just doubt more. Because it's just like, <laughs> where do you go from here? What are, what are they doing? Where is the effort? There's nothing there for me to actually be optimistic about here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like there's, it's another bad start. They didn't fix that. And like the same, you know, players are playing badly. And, you know, the one thing we have to, you know, hang on to is that Matthew scored. And like maybe he gets going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this this game, we didn't deserve to get to overtime, in my opinion. And and then we lost anyways. And it's just like, I don't know what to be optimistic about after these past two games. They've just been shit. And I know we're only eight games into the season, so it's not a, like, you know, don't overreact. There's a lot of hockey left to play before playoffs, right? But it's just, it's tough to give this team the benefit of the doubt given how our history or recent history has been. You know, I think this team deserves the labels it's getting right now. And they have to showcase that they don't and they haven't yet. And And it's disappointing that they haven't. And I want to give a a shout out to one of our viewers in the chat. Uh, There's Matthew Russell. He's asking, why not bring crawl over Hall? Um, That is a good point. Like I I had the exact same question where at this point, like Hall deserves to be scratched. I mean, he looked horrible out there and it's consistently looked bad. Um, So why not give a shout to a young D-man that we have in our lineup, right? I, I mean, we are hamstrung in this situation where we don't have Ben and Lilligren. I mean, he played his first game back in, in the Marlies. So he's getting to the position where he's hopefully ramping up to rejoin yeah. the team sometime soon. But um, it's kind of difficult because uh, Hall is kind of required. Um, and it, it's tough bringing a 23-year-old, just throwing him to the wolves again as well, right? So what are, what are your thoughts I want, um, on bringing up Crawl uh, instead? Yeah, I don't see Crawl coming up over Hall. At all. Uh, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One, Crawl is a left D-man, left-hand shot. And Hall is a right shot. And Mete is also a left shot. And Brody's a left shot. So that would be three of our guys on the right side, all left shots. And Crawl doesn't even play on his offside. He's a left defenseman. So that's the first thing. But the second thing, and the more important thing that I think the Leafs are going to struggle with, is the penalty kill. We don't have someone to take over on the penalty kill if Hall goes out right now in our current state. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty screwed if we take as many penalties we do and Philip Crawl is playing on the penalty kill. He's just like, that's not. Hey, we want to take it one for. less with the, without Hall in the lineup today. <laughs> yeah, so. that's, that's a fair point. But yeah, that's not what we. I just. <laughs> it's tough. And I think it's pretty clear that the Leafs don't know what they're going to do with their defense. Like, you know, we had a bunch of lineup changes this game Mm -hmm. and the the defensive core stayed the same. Yeah. And I think they're just, there's nowhere to put Hall right now because we don't have anyone on the back end that can play right now, at least uh, while there's injuries uh, to Ben and, and Lilia Green and everyone else. So uh, you're kind of hamstrung because you can't put Hall with Gio because that would just create a too slow pairing Mm -hmm. and you can't put Hall with Riley so you're just stuck there with him with Sandine. 
And you can't really take Hall out right now unless you put someone who can PK in. And so you're screwed. You just have to roll with it right now. But what I will say is you can roll with it. I'm okay with him being in the lineup. Why is he starting the game? Why is he starting the game? Yeah, I don't understand why he was out there right after. deserve to start the game. Mm -hmm. 20 seconds in. Why is he starting the game? (laughs) What reason is there for that? It doesn't make sense to me. After he played in Vegas, you know, that was a a scratch-worthy game, in my opinion. Uh Uh-huh. And you know you've had bad starts. Like, it's just, what? what's the reasoning there? And it's the, like he hasn't been good for the past, like, two or three games. And he's constantly had uh, puck control issues. He's constantly had skating issues where he falls down. What are you doing starting him? Yeah, yeah. And it bit them in the ass immediately. <laughs> Why is he getting so much time? I don't understand. I'm okay with him being in the lineup. I'm okay with it. He's the best option the Leafs have right now. They're they're stuck until Lilligan gets back. Which, by the way, a, a shade of optimism here. Um, Lilligan looked fantastic in that game. Also, if with you guys Marlies? don't know, you yeah, you can watch yeah. the Marlies game on the Leafs app when they play at home, like for free, which is dope. I like I didn't know that before, but you can. Uh, so I watched that game, and Lilligan looked fantastic. Like it didn't look like he missed a beat. Like his his skating Perfect. was phenomenal. He had a great assist with uh, great puck control. It just it warmed my heart to see that. And now it makes me just want him to just immediately get into the lineup. But yeah, um, I'm okay with Hall being in the lineup. That's okay. He's the best option we have right now. Mm-hmm. You do not have to start him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what's the reason for that? Keith, Keith has to answer for that. Like that. It's just an unacceptable decision mm-hmm. and it ended up biting you in the butt and it, you deserve to, because what reasoning did you have there? It's just, I don't understand. I yeah. don't get it. Exactly. But um, again, like you, like we mentioned, right, he's he is hamstrung uh, in terms of swapping people in and out. But uh, yeah, he can play around with, I guess, minutes and where he plays or where he plays uh, the lines. Right. But uh, in the forward group, there was a huge shakeup that happened. I mean, a, a lot of the forward group got completely, uh, completely changed. We saw the, yeah. the first line. I mean, uh, Kerfoot, he was slotted in alongside Matthews and Marner. That um, I think that. That, that looked all right today. I mean, he they, they got one goal. So that's... <laughs> they got Matthews for his yeah. first goal in a long time. In like five games, I think. So uh, that's always good to see. And then the second line, they didn't touch it at all, which is great because the second line has been our best line of the year so far. Um, yeah. And the bottom six complete revamp i mean bunton was pushed down um onto the third line yarn was given the uh given the center uh position and then dennis mulligan who we uh we talked about <laughs> to the last couple of game overs he finally got pushed back to the lineup and um again they had limited five on five play when they were constantly on the uh on the the penalty but are uh, the pk but uh, I think they they had a couple of chances, especially in the first period. So it's good to see at least um, at least some changes happening uh, with that third line, which looked kind of bad for the majority of the season thus far. And finally, the fourth line, um, we got Ashton Rees um, added in, and then Engvall and Camp were uh, were reunited finally. And uh, that just has a whole lot of inherent chemistry from last season. I mean, they played a lot of their their time together, uh, minus Ilya McKay, who actually got a goal today in uh, in the Canucks' first win of the season. So, <laughs> shout out, great. Shout out game over Vancouver, finally <laughs> yeah, game over Vancouver. Finally, you guys have something <laughs> going. 
but uh yeah i mean they, they looked great too in my opinion from the limited time that they that they had today but uh yeah what were your thoughts on on the changes i guess yeah prior to the game i liked most of the changes i like seeing Engval with camp again you know it gives them a lot more transitional ability i thought you know we've talked about this before but the the previous games that with, with camp's line is they just didn't have any transition ability and they were getting caved in you know for game after game so it's nice to see you know eight games in and fall back with camp and i think they were one of the bright spots that we had in this game i thought they were all you know worked together as a line i thought they had good uh uh good numbers in general i thought they uh you know generally played much better and camp gets a goal unfortunately a streak gets broken uh camp was uh every time camp scored we won and now rip Rip to that streak, but is that, uh, other is that, than that from last season as well? Including last, yeah. Season? It's like I think it's forever since he's been on the Leafs at least. Oh, so that's a crazy statistic. <laughs> yeah, they said it on the broadcast today, but now it no longer feels bad. Uh, yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they were solid together nonetheless. Um, yeah, Camp, uh, Aston Reese, and Engvall looked really good together. They got a goal. They looked, you know, generally. They won every shift that they played, pretty much, in my opinion. So I really like that. I like seeing my, uh, Malkin again in the lineup. I thought he deserved to be in the lineup. I didn't think he deserved to get scratched. Um, so I also think he has some pretty solid uh, chemistry with Yarncroke. I think their play styles kind of gel with each other. So I thought that line also did pretty well. I thought Malkin was fairly solid in this game. I thought, uh, you know, obviously with... Uh, context with the rest of the team at least uh i thought they played all right um before the game i liked seeing the second line stay together i didn't think they deserved to get changed up because of course uh you know they've been the best line so why would you change it up they got caved in this game like Mm -hmm. chances wise they got really really caved in and nylander and Tavares both didn't really have that great of a game and then the ot just put the dagger in that uh for them uh but at the same time like this is the first game i thought they've faltered so exactly they consistently look i'm not really gonna good. fault keith yeah. on you know keeping that line together it made sense just because they had a bad game doesn't mean it wasn't the correct choice you mm-hmm. know so i don't fault them for that but he's they really had a bad game um <laughs> i mean the entire team had a bad game to be fair so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i didn't really understand putting kerf on that first line before the game like mm. i thought like he doesn't really bring what that line has like missed i thought bunting actually did a pretty good job elevating that line even when they were underperforming but uh you know swapping that out might just be to create change and light a fire under matthews and martyr and both of them got a goal today so maybe it worked who knows i i i'm not sure but uh you know hopefully matthews can get going from here mm-hmm. that was just like first goal that was on an actual shot and not just like a random tip uh so you know meyer also like on the sharks also had a huge uh goal streak broken as well like a gold slump broken today as well so uh kind of both of them got their got the monkey off their back now so hopefully matthews can get going because we've fucking need him to because our offense has been pretty shit so uh yeah um but other than that like overall i thought the lineup changes were good it's just like the game wasn't like you know yeah what can you say personal changes made sense but 
just, they just didn't have insane, enough. Right? Yeah, they didn't have enough of an opportunity to showcase what uh, what they had in the tank. I mean, when, when you're just yeah. having a bad game, you're just constantly on the power uh, on the penalty kill. Like you're, you're the whole team just looks like they're slumping. Like you're really not gonna have the, a chance to show your best uh, your best self out there. So, I yeah. It's just know. like the, the, when they lose, like, you know, you're going to lose some games. And I think part part of like the, oh, they play down to their opponent is a bit overblown. Because if you watch other teams, they also lose. Like, Arizona is going to be the worst team in the league. Even if you win 25% of the games, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to disappoint 25% of the teams. Every game you win will be against a team that's better than you. So it, it inherently happens in hockey, especially in hockey, where luck is, you know, also a, a factor. Um but at the same time, when they lose, the the least I expect to see is effort. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. a constant effort. That's all I want. Yeah. It's just you don't see that often enough with the Leafs. You don't see them playing with a bit of edge when they're losing. Like they just look dejected. And there was a there was a really good string within like after the after the third period I would say when they got that second late second period goal and to to start the third and and then they got the goal in the third as well where I thought they looked pretty solid, um, but at the same time it was it it wasn't like it wasn't a burst of like amazing play it was just better than what we saw in the second period, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't look dominant at all in this game in my opinion. Like, uh-huh. And they should have. They should have. Like they should have. You we know they're like like we know they're better than the way they've played today. Exactly. Last game. Yeah. And just to 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 constantly see that is just brutal. It's mm-hmm. brutal for Leafs fans. Like, what do you have to hang your hat on? We haven't won anything at yeah. all. Yeah. It's and it's disappointing. It's more of the same problems. And I'm not saying that those problems can't be fixed. I'm not saying it's doom and gloom fire fire dubis like no, <laughs> like the chats no, like, like, right like now. let's it's game eight yeah. uh but it needs something needs to happen with this team for them to figure yeah. it out i think and i think that's like that's the the worst part about it is that we know the potential right we can see it and we we've seen it, it in bursts throughout before, this entire season yeah. exactly and just seeing them just lose because of a lack of effort is the worst possible feeling because it's not even like they're just being out um outskilled or outplayed it's the leafs losing to the leafs they're losing to yeah. themselves to themselves and them starting late i mean we, we've harped up about this quite a bit now already but if you start late it's going to continue on i mean momentum is a thin right and if you let a goal out in the first 30 seconds of the game or if you play really crap for the first five minutes of a game it's going to continue on it's going to take a while for you to get back into the game and being down a goal i mean that's just a a morale dump yeah it's never going to be good three of the goals against like all of the goals against within regulation were a result of a lack of back checking in my opinion Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like brody got flat-footed and took a penalty, which resulted in a goal. Yeah. And Vol got, you know, beat to the to the front and had to hook a guy, ended up in a goal. And then Justin Hall and Austin Matthews glided back or lost his man and ended up in a goal. You know? And even the overtime, like I know like John Tavares isn't gonna catch up to Eric Carlson. Like Eric Carlson is just a faster guy. So I'm not gonna 
dog on job uh on uh Tavares for that. But uh it was just like, why'd we even end up in a situation where Eric Carlson's getting a breakaway? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I understand it's overtime, but like Sandine went up pretty far and then we just didn't have someone back to that's a mistake. Yeah. That's a mistake. You know? Exactly. And it's just like I don't want to discredit the Sharks at all here because I thought the Sharks actually played a really good game. Mm-hmm. They capitalized on all their opportunities. They deserve credit for playing well. But at the same time, the Leafs are getting in their own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every single game, they are getting in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they need to figure what, like, I don't know what Keith is saying in the background. I don't like, you know, this is, this is something that I've also thought about is like in the all or nothing series, when we had a 10 game win streak somewhere somewhere early in the season uh they they showcased Keith talking about them not playing the right way even very early on in the season very early on in the season in 2020 and you know he just talked about building playoff habits mm-hmm. and i like we saw him preach that and talk about that very early on in the middle of a win streak we know that he talks about that. Where, like, where's the disconnect here? Yeah. The players are capable. We know the coaches been talking about this for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is happening? Why can't these guys do it? Mm-hmm. What is stopping them? Yeah, it's, I mean, they have another game um, tomorrow, actually. So we'll see how that goes. But um, no, no, it's Saturday, not, not Friday. I mean, technically, it's it's oh. Friday today. It's <laughs> yeah. one one forty in the Fair. morning. Fair. And we're talking <laughs> about another late ass game that we we have to cover in a loss. But and I um, have to be up at five thirty. Yeah, I got an eight thirty in the morning too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just a quick break. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the content so far, make sure you give a like. It really helps the channel out. Uh, subscribe and uh, share with your friends. Right, and if you have some questions, write it in the chat. We'll we'll take a look at it and we'll we'll discuss it on the show. But um, yeah, I mean, the next game they're going to be playing off against the Kings. I um, and it's going to be a harder game, but it's another team that we should be winning against. Right, we should be winning against like ninety percent. Like I, you know, I see a lot of comments right now that are saying that maybe they're not as good as we thought. They had hundred and fifteen points last season. <laughs> like no. They are a good team. Like Listen, I don't want to make this excuse that they're not like they are playing to their potential. Uh, we got to think about it from this. They are this a good team. Do they not are, give them that excuse. Yes, yes, but they are like again. They are missing missing some key players in their in their defense. I mean, I don't care. Lily, you have your whole core. I know, but my whole point is like, forget about what happened in the past. Just take it game by game at this point. Stop thinking about the the great season that they had last year. Disappointed finals or disappointed in the playoffs, <laughs> but. Take it one game at a time at this point. Like, forget about what happened before. Forget about the last two games. Just take it a game at a time and build. Just focus on certain aspects of the game and build off of that, right? Yeah, that is a fair point. And also, like, I wonder how much the past affects our players. I think it's safe to say that the past 100% affects the fan base's oh, view past, of I the past, I mean, team. forget about Like, 
Hall, I, I'm sure he has PTSD from the last fucking game. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Forget about, like, forget about the past. He's probably like on Twitter, just seeing all the hate that he's getting from Vegas. And today, I'm sure at the end of the game, he's just like, "Oh crap, I'm gonna get absolutely laid out on Game Over Toronto today." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it it comes with the it comes with the with the um with the fans. I mean, the fan base. You're, you're playing in Toronto. It's the biggest. It's the mecca of hockey. What do you, uh, it's good. It comes with the with the check. You're you signed up for this, but yeah. you, you got to push through it. And I mean, at least we got one hurdle out of the way. Matthew's got a goal, so hopefully he <laughs> plays and continues. <laughs> Two and eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Last season, he had the same thing where he was like one goal in like the like a six game slump or something. So, and he ended off fantastic. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, it. it it just takes it just needs one game just take it one game at a time one win at a time and slowly build up the confidence again um and yeah it's gonna be tough i don't i don't know how sheldon keep kind of turns this around in such short time or such short period it just has to be within the players at this point i don't know what and what keith has to say like keith and dubis you know dubis talked about not getting an extension this year until the end of the season like brendan shanahan Brendan Shanahan has told Dubis he will not be getting an extension until the season ends. One quick thing that I wanted to point out. Um, yeah. Canuck Clay in the chat he said, agree about taking it a game at a time. By doing so, I can get excited about the Canucks being undefeated since today. <laughs> He's a game over Vancouver host. Go follow him on, follow him on Twitter. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. And I mean, undefeated. Yeah, I, I love how McCabe had to score during that too. <laughs> like we yeah. brought back the gang, got Engvall and Camp playing together, and McCabe gets the goal and just brings the Canucks the first win, and we're just stuck here crying. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, but like, yeah, Dubis and Keith probably know they are at least there's pressure on them right oh, now. Oh, definitely. You know, and like not only from the media, like that they've had pressure from the media since they were hired, Mm -hmm. but like from the organization, like this is, this is a year for them Mm -hmm. that they have to prove themselves. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) it's not going well so far. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's not horrible. Like we're, we're 500, but like, that's not our potential. No, 500 is not, let's not get ourselves. 500 is not good enough. And um, of course it's not good enough. Yeah. Obviously, you... I, I'm I'm not going to take the stance of like fire Dubis and Keith right now. Yeah, it's no, only it's... October, right? Let's let's yeah, let's relax. give them That's, some time. That'd be reactionary. But they definitely need to. Keith needs to figure something out. I I don't know. The thing is, I don't know the solution. I, yeah, I, that's what I, I'm saying. I have no idea what you do with this team at this point, other than pray Ilya McKay, or uh, 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 sorry, pray that uh, that Lilligren, not Ilya Mikheyev, sorry, <laughs> pray that Lilligren is healthy enough and comes up sooner rather than later. What else can you do? It's on the players yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, it is on the players. Like I don't, they're not playing well for Keith. You know what I mean? Like it, I, I just. Yeah, it's just disappointing. It's just disappointing. Mm. Like, you know, every now and again, they're going to have a bad game. And I'm not going to dog on them every time they have a bad game, mm-hmm. you know? But it's it's after the bad game, how you respond, that, like, that's what I want to see, you know? After you've had time and you can come out and make a statement as a team. Mm-hmm. It's just we can't do that right now, at least this game. 
we yeah. can't do that. You know, they're going to do it eventually. They're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we're, we're a very reactionary fan base in general, and I'm part of that, and I'm very reactionary <laughs> as well. I'm not going to kid myself here. Uh, yeah, but, you'll see a win. In, uh, yeah, and I'll be right back on the like, chain. I'll be like, this is the best team ever. <laughs> yeah. Hall gets but, a uh, goal, bets to Betsman <laughs> in the team. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right now it's just sad, <laughs> sad times in Leafland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just sad. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Keith, um, Good luck. That's all I can say. Good luck. luck. We'll we'll see you on Saturday what they do. Well, I mean, again, they play against the Kings. Um, Samsonov is going to be back in the lineup. Yeah, Samsonov is going to be in the lineup for this. Um, Schalgren probably in the lineup for for Sunday's game against the Ducks. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be some tough games, but definitely games that they should be winning. So we'll see how, um, how they fare. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say other than start on time and play smart. Skate. Yeah. Give, okay. give, give some effort out there. At least we got a point. We wanted more. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, I mean, that's going to do it. Uh, do it with us over here. Um, thank you to everyone for watching um, at almost two o'clock in the morning i'm gonna have to be up in like five hours but uh Three and a half, baby yeah. <laughs> work's gonna be tough let's yeah, just this, say this that how you know all the people in this chat that are yelling at for dubis and keep to get fired <laughs> they're the, the true ogs for staying <laughs> staying up this late so appreciate it but uh yeah thank you guys for for watching make sure you like you subscribe um Tune in and tune in to the other um, to the other game overs as well. We have a lot of shows that are that are here on SDPN. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you click the bell to get notified when there when there is new content coming up. And uh, for all your podcast needs, I mean, we have it on Spotify, Apple. I mean, wherever you get your podcast, look it up. We got it up there. Um, so yeah, thank you for everything. Hopefully, the next game we we get a dub, please. I can't suffer another loss. <laughs> but that's going to do it for yes. us. Good night, guys. Good night.